Hey guys, and welcome to this New Year's Day special episode of In Jessica's Corner. So I had this amazing plan. Um, I have already pre-recorded some episodes so that I could simply just upload them once every week. However, after completing my reflection of 2018, I felt that it would be fitting to start the year off discussing the lessons that I've learned and really just manifesting those same things over the year 2019 because this has been such an amazing year that just closed for me. Um, So I hope that you guys will enjoy this episode. I hope that you will leave inspired and empowered. And I hope that this is as much of a word to you as it was last night when I reread it after writing it. So the theme of the lessons that the year of 2018 taught me, simply put, would be live, love, and be free. Live. It's time to start creating moments with the people that matter to you. It's it's time out for watching other people go to other cities, go to other countries. Just plan a fun weekend plan an event, or simply put, just spend quality time with the people that matter to you. I'm definitely appreciative of just creating moments. And it is my desire to continue to create memorable moments, impactful moments, powerful moments that will propel me in the right direction for the rest of my life. Time out for negative moments, okay? <laughs> the negative moments are in the trash can. <laughs> we don't have energy for that anymore. I also learned to go after my dreams and not let the potential for failure scare me away. This podcast would definitely be the prime example of that. I was very hesitant about even starting this podcast because I felt like people wouldn't receive what I had to say. I felt like it would simply just be considered rambling. I felt like maybe my following wasn't large enough for this to be as impactful as I desired. After just releasing two episodes, the outpour of love that I have received to be honest with you, is actually more than I expected in this time frame. And what it has taught me is that sometimes we shy away from doing amazing things and getting amazing ideas off the ground because we simply are afraid that people won't like it. People won't accept it. It won't do as amazing as we desire it to. And I think The lesson that comes from that is forget people. What do you want to do? How do you want to make your world amazing? How do you want to contribute to the world around you? And make it happen. Later for being afraid 
to just go out on a limb, stick your neck out, take that leap of faith. And I promise the reward on the other side is so amazing. So next, (laughs) stick to achieving your goals. Quite naturally, at this point in time, of course, we are all identifying New Year's resolutions. We are all identifying goals to achieve this year. And we all are very aware of the fact that sometimes, somehow, some way, we lose track of those goals, those resolutions by March. And honestly, the one thing that I learned from 2018 was that sticking to those goals, sticking to those resolutions was very rewarding. You are excited about the fact that you were persistent enough to continue to work at something that you desire to complete. So I hope this year we have decided that we are not starting this year off hoping to get things done and leaving them by the wayside by March. We are not. We are getting things done. We will close 2019 with so many goals and resolutions completed and or achieved. And I would even encourage you to potentially add more goals, add more resolutions as the year progress based on the level of progression that you achieve throughout the year. This is a really big one. Remain committed to continual growth and progression. You guys, 2018 really identified the stagnant elements of my life. And I was not happy with that. I could not stand and watch myself sleep on my dreams. Sleep on opportunities, sleep on possibilities. Stagnation is something that I even hate to discuss, hate to identify, and it was my life. The difference now is that I decided that I would look at what I would identify as the limiting factors that contributed to that stagnation, and we were going to figure out how to either eliminate them or lessen their presence. So I challenge you to do the same thing. I don't care if you don't have a certification. I don't care if you don't have the experience. I don't care what you lack in relation to your dreams. Go after it. Go get it. Make it happen. Oh, this is a big one. Be the bigger person, honestly. Not because it's right. I think a lot of the time we convince ourselves in turmoil, disagreements, drama, if you will. You know what? I'm just going to be the bigger person. But I don't honestly feel like we wholeheartedly believe that for ourselves. We don't. We're just doing it because morally that's the right thing to do. When deep inside, we have convinced ourselves, she better be glad I'm being the bigger person. He better be glad. They better be glad I'm being the bigger person. When really, 
honestly, truthfully, <laughs> that's not how it goes. Um, in certain instances, I just decided that it wasn't worth the negative energy. It wasn't worth draining me of my happiness. It wasn't worth draining me of just having such a positive outlook on circumstances, situations, relationships, the future of relationships. And so I decided that I was simply going to ask God to clear my heart of that negativity and really give me the ability to look beyond that situation and just be the bigger person in my entire being. And I promise you that when I did that, when I decided to make that decision, those relationships, those circumstances, those situations that became a burden at one point were released. And I I felt so free just from asking God to help me with that. The last thing that I learned within just living is that it's no longer what if, but how. The optimistic nature of myself is always considering the what if, the positive what ifs, Um, sometimes the negative what ifs, but most often the positive what ifs. However, I realized that simply just identifying what ifs was, was a way for me to dream and simply let it go. But now I've shifted my focus. It's no longer what if, it's how. How can I make this happen? This is something that I want. This is something that would bring me joy. This is something that would really put my life where I want it to be. So how can I how can I make it happen? How can I get there? What steps are necessary? What do I need to do? What kind of resources should I seek? What kind of support do I need? How can I make it happen? How can I get it done? The biggest lesson I've learned this year, how can I get it done? It's no longer what if. The what ifs are out the window. It's how. How are we going to make this happen? Because it's it's happening. It's no longer a dream. It's a reality now. <laughs> okay, so next we'll talk about love. Quite naturally, love was a major factor of the lessons that I learned in 2018 because I got married. Now, I'm sure that you would probably think that when I even identify love, you're only thinking about the love that I have with my husband. And that's not where I'm going at with this. Of course, I love him. Okay, that is my heart. I love that boy, okay? However, the love that we have with each other was the segue into the love that people have for me the love that people have for him and the combination of that love from our union, which has really blown me away. In loving, I learned to love relentlessly, organically, wholeheartedly, genuinely. And those were all descriptives of the kind of love that I received throughout the planning process, the day of my wedding, which was 
an overwhelming amount of love that I don't even think those words cover an ounce of. Um, I appreciate that entire experience because in love, I found so much support. In love, I found that people genuinely wanted to be there for me. People showed me that the love that they held for me was so organic, was so real and so heartfelt that I may have even underestimated the kind of love that would surround me the entire time. And I think that's the thing that kind of pushed me in a corner to check myself and say, you are surrounded by all this love and it's time for you to reciprocate that love. And that'll take me into reciprocity and no, not reciprocity to me, but the kind of love that I received in 2018 showed me that number one, I didn't express the love that I have for the people that I love so much the way that I needed to. They may never have even understood how much I love them and how much I appreciate them because I don't feel like I ever had that conversation with them that way. And when I began to realize that people were loving me regardless of circumstances, loving me and going out of their way to make me happy, loving me and doing whatever was necessary to let me know that they loved me, just just loving me and showing me that love and reaffirming that love on a consistent basis is what taught me that it's time for me to do the same thing. So I want to publicly apologize to anyone um, that I have a relationship with, and I'll say that's present and past, if possibly you're listening to this. I apologize for the fact that I never showed you how much I love you, how much I care about you, how much I appreciate you. I am committed, however, to displaying that love and that appreciation on so many different levels, my actions, my words, my support. I want you to feel the love that I feel. And guess what? Even for the people that maybe we aren't that close, maybe our relationship hasn't reached that point where, you know, I would bend over backwards for you. I will show you love and support. I am committed to supporting the people around me through association, perfect strangers. I am so committed to just being supportive because I realize that support is something that I have in overflow, but there are a lot of people around me that lack support and they admire the support that I receive and they just wish to have just an ounce of that and Here I am over here harboring it all for myself. It's time for me to remove that selfish streak and truly just release the support that I have in my circle, that I have in my family, that I have in my life in general. And it's time for me to spread that love and support to someone else. Now, I also learned in love that it's a necessity and becomes the strong foundation of relationships. And all of the relationships that were either cultivated or strengthened in 2018, it showed me that, number one, that relationship was necessary. And it also showed me that love was the strongest element of its existence. 
And what I'm learning about myself is that in establishing those close-knit relationships, I need to love you because I can't love you and be there for you the way that I need to if I feel like I can't love you, if I feel like I can't extend my compassion to you. So I learned for myself that I need love too. Okay, love is a necessity. I need to be loved. And I think I convinced myself that I don't need you to love me. And this is for a lot of different people, friends, family, perfect strangers. I never needed love from some of you, I thought. I never wanted to be loved by you. If you loved me and I didn't want that love or I didn't quote unquote ask you to love me, I would refuse your love. I would refuse your support. I would refuse your compassion. And I would just really give you my behind to kiss. Truth be told. I learned that love on different levels from different sources is the exact diversification that we need in order to simply just exist. I cannot simply be surrounded by people who love me like family and never have the love of a friend, never have the love of a companion, never have the the love of a coworker, and never have the instant love of a stranger that meets you and completely falls in love with who you are. I couldn't exist without those things. And so I hope that that statement has inspired someone that's just sitting here thinking, I don't need it. I promise you, sis, I promise you, bruh, I promise you, grandma, auntie, uncle, cousin, best friend, sister, niece, nephew, whomever you need it okay it's a necessity now from my wedding day and beyond the biggest lesson that love taught me is that I want my love to inspire others to love stronger and harder. I never want to be goals. So let me just go ahead and put that out there. If you follow me on social media um, and have been following me probably in the entire span of my relationship with my husband, I feel like our engagement was the anticipated moment. Our wedding was the anticipated moment. The next anticipated moment is probably a pregnancy announcement that's Probably not coming anytime soon, but I feel like people that have been watching our relationship evolve, they get excited about those important moments in our lives and they see us happy and they identify it as goals. Sis, let me tell you something. Can you hear me? I want you to hear me real good with this one. We are not goals, okay? You should have your own goals for your relationship. You should be your own model for your own relationship because guess what? What works for me may never work for you. What works for my husband may never work for your husband or your wife or whomever. I don't ever want to be goals to anyone. I want you to observe the love that we have between each other and I want you to look at your relationship 
and just hope for happiness because happiness is a personal definition. I could never define happiness for you and you the same for me. I just want you to feel like you want to love strong and you want to love hard and you want to remain committed to that love as long as you're happy. That's what I want. That's the kind of goal that I want you to look forward to. That's the kind of goal that I want you to achieve. So the final principle is just be free. (laughs) The being free part, I think, is the part that has allowed me to, to really enjoy the closing of this year because I see myself so differently upon the completion of those last 365 days. I am currently free to identify my shortcomings, be transparent, and break barriers. This podcast is the clearest depiction of all of those things enacted. I am constantly discussing my shortcomings and ways to combat them. I am being as transparent as I probably have ever been in my entire life. And I have broken barriers to the expression of my emotions, to the expression of how I feel, how I think, why I think the way I do, and just really vocalizing the internalized concepts that have fueled my existence for the past 28 years. And honestly, those three things, identifying my shortcomings, being transparent, and breaking barriers, have honestly released the chains of my movement. I'm moving differently. I'm responding differently. I'm thinking differently. I'm processing differently. And I am so excited about the maturity of my own self in those areas. If someone would have even told me in June of 2018 that I would be where I am right now mentally and emotionally, I would have never agreed to that. I would have never accepted that, but oh my gosh, it is such an invigorating feeling to just sit in this kind of progression. A big one that I've learned in being free is shifting priorities and being okay with it. I may not have been as present with my friends or with my family or sometimes even with my husband as I could have been. But it's because my interests are changing. And I guess that has a lot to do with me getting very close to 30, looking at what I have done, looking at what I haven't done, and closing the gap. It has definitely shifted priorities. What was important in January of 2018, I won't say it's it's not important, but it may be number 10 on the list. And number 10 may have finally become number one to me. Um, I'm excited about shifting priorities because guess what? When things begin to shift, blessings fall into place. And I believe that for me, for you, and anybody else under the sound of my voice or God's reign, blessings are falling in our lap in 2019. And you have two options, reject or accept. And I'm accepting all the blessings, small or large. 
I will not block my blessings in 2019. I feel like I have in the past simply because I wanted to be stubborn or I wanted to be defiant or I thought that I had it all figured out. No more. I am so committed to asking God, listening to God, believing God will work it out that I'm so glad for the shift. It could not have happened any other way. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. That was disgusting. So, the last and final thing that I've learned in being free is just honestly just being myself. Being okay with being myself. And figuring out somehow how to remain myself in all circumstances and situations. And so this is going to be probably the the happy moment for me. I have learned how to adapt to my environment. Assimilation is a concept that um, I guess I easily grasp. I understood that uh, certain behaviors or certain portions of me were okay to be displayed to certain people. Meanwhile, um, you know, other people may only know this version of me. I had several versions of myself based on environment, based on audience, or based on who I want you to believe I am. Now... I do think it's important to have a work you and a home you, but it was even getting to the point where there was a work me, a grown people family me, a young people family me, a friends me, a me with my mom. And let me be honest, it's exhausting to have so many versions of yourself and keep up with it. And I feel like there are lots of people like me. You probably don't want to publicly identify that shortcoming, but it's okay. I'm fine with it. And at this point, I am no longer okay with having several versions of myself. So this is something that I started to work on, but I am working on me. And I am working on simply just being me 100% of the time. And you can either accept it or not. And I'm perfectly okay with either decision because my happiness is simply what matters. Now, to wrap all of this up, after identifying all of these lessons learned, I took a moment just to to look over all of that and really ask myself <sighs> heavy question. Am I currently positioning myself to be the person that I want to be 5, 10, 15, 20, and so on years from now? Am I pleased with this current presentation of myself? And if not, how can I fix it? And even in progression, what have I noticed 
that seems to be a stumbling block to who I will become in the future? Those are some very hard questions to wrap your head around. And honestly, a lot of the evolution of me that happened in 2018 was simply in response to the first question. Am I positioning myself to become the person that I want to be in the future? And the answer was no. I was not happy with who I had become. And I know that circumstances had shaped that presentation of who I was. And I wasn't happy with it. Um, And after identifying those flaws, I did the work to make it better. Now, am I better than best? No, I have so much work to do. And I'm confident enough to say that. But I am excited about the fact that, number one, I can discuss this publicly because Truth be told, the people around me, the people closest to me will listen to this and have no clue that probably 80% of this was happening because I'm very personal about those kinds of internal struggles. But I can say that right now, today, the beginning of this new year, I am excited and encouraged about the fact that I I am in a position where I can simply happily and without limitation call myself out on my shortcomings and identify the means of resolution how to fix it how to make it better and also how to prevent it from being a roadblock versus a speed bump it's a hurdle it's a hurdle to jump And I am strengthening my legs every step of the way to jump across every hurdle that comes my way in life. I promise you, with God on your side, you can make it happen. And so I hope that you will take a moment and think about the lessons that you have learned. Think about how it has inspired you to be better. And truly hope for new lessons in 2019 that will contribute to the better version of you. So I hope that in 2019, you would simply live love and be free. Thank you guys for listening. I hope that you will join me next time. And I hope that this message, just as any other, has inspired you in some way. Bye.